people. So I'm with Joe, the boss entrepreneur. Uh, in 2016, he was on welfare and in credit card debt, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And now he's, he's uh, making over $1.3 million in profits online. Uh, that's not revenue, by the way, because you know how everybody shows the revenue. They don't, they don't show the real profit. Um, and so something I found really interesting about you is that you grew your Instagram following from zero to 260,000 followers in one year. So how did you do that? Yeah, so thanks for having me on the podcast or the show, first of all. Um, yeah, so really like the boss Entrepreneur, it was not my first Instagram account, right? So I started the boss Entrepreneur uh, late 2018 or even 2019. And I was on Instagram since 2015. So I had four years to learn really like all the tips and tricks and the acts and all that, even though Instagram is always changing. There's always yeah. updates. But um, really like it's having the knowledge of knowing what to do. And it's just I had, you know, I had a little bit of, of luck at the start because if you would try to do what I'm doing, what I was doing in 2019, maybe you would not be able to grow as fast because the infographic page is now more, it's, it's trending, but like there's way more people doing it. So it's always got to be on the trends as well. Like got to be on the trends. So really, I always say there's three pillar to Instagram and is content is king. Content is king. That's first. And yeah. then you have the, the interaction, the engagement. Yeah. Right. And, and, and with engagement, I'm seeing a lot of like the way I'm doing it is with stories. You can engage. So every day I'm posting some type of engaging content on my stories. Is that what you're doing for engagement? Yeah. Well, I mean, just in general, like likes, comment, views on video, share in the stories. Oh, okay. So you just mean that. General, generally people interacting with your content. Yeah, general. Yeah, exactly. And third, that's a little bit more like what you're talking. It's really going more going more in um like personal with sharing person. sharing in your story person to person going on other people posts liking commenting all that stuff it's really like we used to use robot for that <laughs> back in the time everybody was using robot but instagram really like sh shut down all of that so you need to do it manually and it's still working for sure but content is king at first i'm trying to kind of give people tips that they can actually use today and so with Instagram, what do you think most people are doing wrong on Instagram? What can they switch to grow their business, their personal brand, or just their followers? I mean, how can they, how can the average person grow on Instagram faster today? Um, really the, the first answer, the first tip that I will say people won't like to hear it. And it's really like, you need to pay to play. Like, uh, okay. you, you know, like, um, the boss entrepreneur, I was able to grow organically and we get, we'll go into that. And after that, the organic trick, there's a lot, but really like if you ask, if you would have asked me that question two years ago, that would be different. Like today, like people, they just want to go organically and they say, well, when I have a brand, when I make money from my Instagram page, then I will, um, invest in my Instagram page, which is really not the way you want to do it. It's like when you go to school, you invest first and then you get the result after. So it's like, it's, it's what you have to do. So people, they don't want to pay for advertising. 
Um, pay advertising is one of the best and easiest and simple way to grow your Instagram account. Super simple with Instagram stories. And after that, you know, there's a lot of influencer marketing, but this is more complicated because you cannot track. And I'm a big math guy. I'm a big number guy. It's yeah, like, like women lie, that. men. Yeah. And I always say women lie, men lie, but numbers don't. Yeah, so sure. I, I like to track everything. So I have a little issue buying shout out and all that. And it's not also, it's not, um, you, you cannot grow that exp exponentially you always got to be like buying new shout out new shout out yeah, you and can scale that. can scale that exactly so yeah. after that organically like what people aren't doing um i would say you know the first thing is uh be different from other pages like at first i was different because i was doing infographic but one of my best trick um is i was when i started you're not different. You have a few thousand followers like everybody else. So instead of creating my own content, I took the best content that I like myself from other bigger accounts and I saved their posts and post them on my own account, obviously tagging them, mentioning them. And it would create way more engagement because them would uh, they would reshare it in their story or they would comment and all of that. And I would get some of their follower also because it was the best of the best posts. Like I was picking and choosing every single best post that I like. So my posts were like highest quality possible. So when I say content is king, like, yes, it's cool to create infographic uh, infographic posts. My assistants are creating 120 for them per month, 180 per month. So at the end of the day, it's six posts per day, four posts per day of infographic. Are you really giving value? So um, that's that's the thing. But yeah, I mean, like there's a lot of stuff like posting more, like post minimum three times per day. This is more for like a personal brand. If you're doing an infographic page, post six, nine times per day um that's what people don't do and consistency obviously like always posting be consistent yeah i mean um i've been i've been on instagram for a while but uh, i started kind of scaling a few pages a few years ago uh i'm not as big as you how many followers do you have like 500 600,000 out for in total well the boss entrepreneur i'm at 440 something Wow, yeah. And it's it's always changing because I don't know if you want to get into that later, but um, I, I, we get a lot of my Instagram page shut down, right? Okay. I got a lot of them shut down. So yeah, that's a big problem with Instagram. It, it, they're always they're always like uh, shadow banning me or like uh, like if if you look at like the analytics of your page, like mine will just go crazy parabolic and it'll just be dead for like a month just because like they I don't know what's happening really. I guess they're like shadow banning or someone's like uh what's it called oh, yeah. Someone's like reporting you or something yeah it annoying. does exist yeah it does exist shadow batting for sure because my page the boss entrepreneur i got it back twice it got shut not just shadow ban like nearly shut down like twice profile. yeah yeah and i got it back and i was shadow banned for a month yeah. two months three months yeah um, and That's just true. like zero reach zero zero reach yeah. just my follower so just my followers. So I was losing follower and all that. It's still happening a little bit, but now, you know, I, I, I use some viral posts, virality 
is one of the best thing with Instagram and is getting new follower and all that. It's not the highest quality of follower, but it gets you follower. It gets you back on track. It gets you in the Instagram Explorer page and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to kind of like your story. So tell me about like uh, before and then coming up to 2016, where you were mentally, physically, what was happening during that time? I had a regular childhood, like um, going to school. I was not liking school right there. Like right there, like I was literally uh, reading Harry Potter books. Like I was 10 years old, 11 years old. And I was reading Harry Potter book while I was in class. And my teacher was not saying that much because I was, I, I, I had good grade, you know, I was passing all the exam. I was in the top student, not even studying, never, ever. So um, I guess it was from the start, school was not for me, but I, this started to give me like um, concerta and retalent and all those pills to get you like tranquilized and whatever. And my parents just went with it. Like they let me like have all of that and uh, I guess I was a troublemaker in school <laughs> already when I was young. And I then after that, I got into high school and I got kicked out of like three high school in like the first year and a half. And I got, oh. yeah, I, I was, it was, man, I don't know. School was just not for me, you know, but I... <clears throat> I like to learn a lot nowadays. So it's not that I don't like to educate myself. It's just the traditional, traditional education was not for me. So no, anyway, me too. I, me too. Look, um, yeah. like, um, I don't know. I, what, what exactly was it about school that you did not enjoy? It's not made for, um, to, 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 to make people live with passion and to make people find what they really like. It's just made to people go on the traditional route. And I guess... I was not able to speculate that when I was young, but I guess I kind of felt that in some way because literally at the same time, or maybe when I was, yeah, at the same time, like I was 10, 11 years old. I remember when they asked you in school, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to be, but I'm going to go to university. Like I remember saying that because my father went to university and, you know, he has a great job, like 100K per year. He worked at a bank. He's a director. Plus get like a, a $20,000 bonus per year. So you get like $10,000 per month. And in my head, that was like high level, high level. Like now I realize that like he basically get taken 55% out of that. So it's not that good, but um I, I, I like, that's what, that was my answer. I want to, I don't know, but I don't want to go to university. And my second answer was like, um, I'm going to be a millionaire before I'm 30. I don't know how, but I'm going to be a millionaire before I'm 30. And I didn't even know, you know, what is a millionaire? Like, uh, is it $1 million in cash? Is it millionaire on paper? Having a business that is worth millions of dollars? Is it like being invested, all of that? Anyway, so um, that's that's really the answer that I would give you for the for the education. I don't even know really uh, I, what I would say is like I was just I was not able to sit. I was just not able to sit and concentrate and just listen to some stuff that it was just not uh, passionate for me. It was just I just didn't like it. 
just didn't mean oh, nothing. Totally, totally. I mean, I agree with you. Um, I mean, I remember like in first grade, um, they said I had like a learning disability because I just didn't want to sit there and just learn all day. And I would just mm-hmm. kind of be daydreaming and stuff. Um, and then in high school, I, I saw that you were a fan of Jim Rohn. I see you got the Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And um, during, um, I, get, I started listening to the Joe Rogan podcast over a summer. And that kind of expanded my brain to think in different ways, like creativity, seeing all these different amazing people. And then I started listening to podcasts or reading books. And um, I kind of saw like, oh, there's a whole new world outside of just going to go to school, go to college, get a boring job and die. Like there's a whole different type of entrepreneurial, crazy creative people making a bunch of money, people doing cool stuff. And um, I mean, yeah, I mean, ever since then, I've been kind of just doing my own thing and blocking out school um but i still see a, I, i'm i'm only 18 so i still see a lot of of my friends just kind of just in the school lane you know like they, they're, not, they're not able to see the other world outside of that uh but but yeah uh just go on continue so what's happening after school really this is when i got into being becoming like a troubled child like at 12 thir- at 13 years old literally i was being put in a school where in the back there was cows the school there was six people per classes because you could not be in the regular classes because you were not a regular kid um it it, it was basically the school that you go when you have been kicked out of too much schools literally And um, I got there and, you know, you you hang with just other like really, really bad people. And then after that, I got to like, it was just basically a transition. And then you get to basically the school of all the bad guys. So it's a school just for all people that got kicked out and all that. So anyway, at 13 years old or 14 years old, I, I left school, literally. But when I was in school, I started to hustle in many, many, many ways, like, one of them was selling weed. <laughs> I did that. You know, that was my main hustle for a decade, starting at 13 years old. But I remember doing um, like flipping MP3s. I don't even know if you guys know what is an MP3 at, at 18 years old, you know, but like yeah. it's like a little thing you listen. It's like basically oh, yeah, like the had, after the Walkman, basically okay. before you had the iPhone, it was basically an iPhone, but just for music. No yeah. phone, no internet. Like there's those, those little plat, like mini cassette tapes, right? Not even <laughs> after that. It's funny. Oh, okay. It's so funny. Uh, but yeah, so I was just basically buying them and reselling them to other people because it was just basically a little thing that you couldn't listen to music anywhere that you go, right? So, um, yeah, I was doing that. And then I flipped clothes. I was buying and selling clothing. I was playing a little bit of poker online and all of that. But really, at 13 years old, I, I got into a juvenile detention center, I guess they call it. And for that, that was like, I guess, like one of the worst, if not the worst experience of my life. You know, it was really like... A, I did not understand like why my parents were doing that, you know, and I still don't understand to that day, like, because um, basically like 
I was, and I still ask, ask myself, like, why would you like listen to psychologue and director and professor and other people about what you should do and how you should educate your child and that you're so desperate of not knowing what to do with your child that you're going to give them to like a juvenile detention center and all that. And I was like, well, Jim Rome was alive. Like you, sh- you could have listened to Jim Rome. And you could have do personal development, uh, but you know I tell that to my parents, and obviously they'll, they'll be because I told them that year after, right? And obviously, like my mother, she's she, she's still like she don't even want to talk about it. She denied it. She basically still thinks she made the good choice. And my father is basically like, look, I was not even with it at that time. It was more like your mother, but I didn't basically have the ball to basically say nothing and all that. So. He said, but we, we didn't know about that stuff, personal development in my time. And, nah, 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 nah. and I was like, yeah, maybe I, I, I believe you didn't have the Internet. But Jim Rohn was giving seminar in the 80s. Bob Proctor was giving seminar in the 80s and the 90s and all that. So personal development was existing. So anyway, it was really like for people that are going through that. I don't want to take too much time because for people talking about that because for people that don't really been in through that I don't know if they're gonna rely if they care about that but I could talk obviously for like hours about that because I never really talk about it and it's I've been there for the first time I think it was 30 days but I got back after real quick and I spent there like eight months and it's basically for me later in my life at 18 years old I've been in jail And it was worse. Juvenile detention was worse than jail. And and what happened? What happened there that was worse than than jail? Basically, just the facts that you have even less liberty than jail. You're literally being told like what you're doing all day, every day. At that time, you're listening to a movie. At that time, we have a 15 minute break. You can go smoke a cigarette if you're smoking. At that time, we're doing this. You cannot talk about Marilyn Manson because it's too negative. You cannot talk about rap and hip hop because that is too negative, literally. And so um, do you think it feels better or do you think that was in any way such a bad experience that it, it pushed you towards entrepreneurship just because when you have no type of control over what you're doing every day, um, I mean, having like a nine to five job is kind of, you don't have as much control, but you still have, you know, um, you still have liberty. So do you think that that pushed you into kind of wanting to do your own thing completely? I think, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, not realizing it right away and not saying it like, hey, now I'm going to become an entrepreneur because of that. But for sure, because if we go back later in my story, like I was 24 years old, 10 years later, working at a nine to five um at a we like a corner store like where they sell cigarettes and lotteries and candies and all that and my shift was like four or five hours and i remember two hours two hours and a half in the shift i was looking at the clock and i had literally like this feeling inside like everything was like inside of me like bro you're dying like bro like i I rather die than doing that like what the fuck and it's been two hours and it was like I still have another two hour and a half. And it was like, bro, that's just a five hour shift. Like what the hell? Like, and it was just like 
painful, so painful. So, so talk about when you just started your social media business. I believe you were consulting at the same time, right? Or were you doing that before the social media business started? So if, if we fast forward, there's not a lot to say anyway about my life for the next year, you know, just hustling, grinding, and then getting to jail at the 18 years old. And then at 19, getting out, going at my uncle's house, like living in his basement because he had a restaurant. So I was working at his restaurant and he had been in jail when he was young. So he basically took me under his wing for a year or two. Then at 21 or 22, I go back to the city uh, where I got in jail and I just restart hustling. And at 24 years old, so October 2015, I'm discovering Instagram. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't really remember, but basically I'm living in my apartment, in a little apartment. Um, I was working at McDonald's maybe a few months before that I quit McDonald's because I was making enough money with my household. But at the same time, I'm on Instagram and it's like, uh, 2015 now starting to be 2016. It's different than now. There's like no DM. There's no story. I don't even think it was video. I don't even think there was video. There was like a thing you could like capture pieces of your day every single day and make one video together with that. And it was like incorporated in Instagram. I don't know if people remember that was boomerang. I think it was called. Actually, I do remember that actually. I was really young though, but because we (laughs) we were all on Instagram as kids. That was like the thing that I grew up with. Insane. Insane, man. (laughs) Insane. I love it, man. Because yeah, it's, I was saying it literally like Instagram is a gold mine. I was saying it to everybody. So I'm in, I'm on Instagram, like, and then for the next year, I would say, um, basically, so what are you posting about? Are you just posting? Like I heard you were, you were posting motivational stuff, right? Exactly. Just yeah. like motivational stuff. And sometimes just my binary option result. Yeah, so, so and like, what, what, what's your passion about, right? What, 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 sorry. You're just, you're just kind of posting whatever's on your mind. You're not really thinking yeah. about like, I'm going to turn this into a when business. Yeah. Well, I'm, what I'm passionate about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Like just, Hey, there's a great vibe on Instagram. Everybody's happy. Everybody's positive. Yeah. There's just great quote. Cool. And it was almost just that at that time, there was no personal brand at that time. You didn't have photo of influencer of yourself and all that. So I post that and I started to get a little bit of follower and it's just, Hey, this Instagram thing is just fun. Like I get more like on every post and it's just a big thing as hell. And it's just fun. And like, yeah. it's just what it is. Like it was, it's not like today, like, I don't know, man, today it's really like, I feel like you get cancel culture for anything, but yeah. it was fun. And I, wanted to become a real estate agent at that time. I, had, I was still like, you know, I'm, I'm not a millionaire yet. I still need to learn some income and all that. So I'm tr- I basically do everything to go to school to be a real estate agent. Um, like I pay for all of that. I need to wait multiple months uh, because it's just starting in September, right? But I'm at the start of 2016. So um I'm starting to get it by some, I don't know if you know about IML or IM Academy, they're, they're called now. It's basically, you don't seem to, but it's basically like a, the, one of the biggest or the biggest like network marketing uh, okay, MLM yeah, yeah. company and, about Forex. Yeah. Okay. So, and 
I just get it. Hey man, like you want to be my downline or nah, 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 like, and I'm like, no, maybe I'll think about it. But I, because of that, I'm learning basically what is Forex, right? They're telling me, hey, forget about your binary option stuff. Like Forex is better. So I'm now, in, uh, I'm learning about Forex. Now, like summer come or whatever, like I'm starting to post about it a little bit about my Forex result and all that. Now I think I'm a Forex guru. So now I'm starting to sell like, you know, signals at $50 per month. Like, Hey, like I'll, I'll give you my trade. I got like maybe 10 clients. I'm making like $500 per month. It's a cool income. I see the, 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 the possibility with that. And, and, and I, I watched your video and you were talking about how you, you were really passionate about how you had a vision at that time, right? Yeah. And it's exactly like at that time, I'm starting to get the vision really like I'm going to school, you know, and there's all these people like they want to become real estate agent and myself as well. But like while I'm going in the break, while they're going in the breaks and doing a bunch of stuff, I'm posting on Instagram. Right. And like, I'm always talking about Instagram and social media and it's the gold mine. Like I, I, I'm, you know, I, I get to know Gary V and I'm like, guys, you need to watch this guy. And he's saying his Instagram is a gold mine and nobody gives a F nobody care. And it's a mix of people. Some are like in their fifties. They want to do that for their retirement, but some are like in their twenties. Some are like same age as me. So they're basically laughing at me basically, uh, with that social media, that Instagram stuff. And, and, and so, you, it, so, you, so to clarify, you're thinking, you know, you're making money, you're seeing the growth of you making money on Instagram. And so what are you thinking at that time? Are you thinking that you're going to scale this into a huge business, like a course selling business? Are you thinking about social media marketing at that time? What are you thinking about at that time? Yeah, I start. Yeah, you made me think about something. I'm not thinking about like course, selling a course or anything, but I discovered Tyler Pies at the same time. And he's basically put, he basically did, did put you, all this. Did, did you see his pre-roll video or how did you, how did you discover him? Uh, yeah, I did see his pre-roll, yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the Lamborghini one. Like at that time, like everybody saw it, like yeah. literally everybody. He, he probably literally did like 18 to 30 years old men that's it. I right? think that was one of the most viewed videos in the internet. Oh, man, that was at that time. That, that was sick. That was all. Imagine how much people. money he made off that. I mean, he must have made so much money off that. Just oh, that one man. video. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing like probably like uh, 50 million, like 50, 60 million. Okay. So anyway, uh, so, so, so. Yeah. So when you saw his video, did you buy his course or did you kind of see what he's doing and, and get that vision? Like, oh, that's a way to get the millions. I'm going to try that. What did you do after seeing the video? Um, I did not buy anything from him uh, yet at that, at that point. Um, I basically at that point, like I know about one thing that I forgot, like in October 2015, I saw one of YouTuber, like random YouTuber talking about that I discovered on Instagram, talking about ClickFunnel. And this is where I discovered ClickFunnel. And this is where I started to learn about online marketing because the owner of ClickFunnel, Russell Brunson, he was literally like on another level. And he was basically still teaching the same stuff, but he was basically saying, hey, your website is dead. You need a funnel. 
So not only I was like telling people, hey, you need to learn about Instagram, but I was like, I got this thing. It's a funnel. I'm telling you it's the shit. And um, I basically like started my social media agency. I bought the Tyler Pies course at one point. Like at that point, we're now one year after I discovered Instagram. So October 2016. So I'm starting, I'm trying to start my social media agency. So to answer your question, that was pretty much my vision at that point. At that point, I'm like, I'm a learner. I want to learn the game. If I can make $1,500 to $2,000 per month to pay for my bills from social media, like I'm all good. That's all I want. At the start, that's all you want, really. And You want to pay your bills. Exactly, man. You're yeah. like, bro, like, <laughs> if, I, like if, I, if I can not have a job, and put like all my time into that, like, wow. Well, the thing is, that's for you. I also feel that too. Uh, but that's like a mindset that some people can't stand that. People that are in a safe job, they have their 401k, their healthcare, they're thinking you're going to work like 12 hours, 15 hours a day and have no stability and you might lose all your money. That sounds crazy. And to some people, it's like, you're going to tell me when I'm going to have a vacation or when I can't, when I can't, um, you know, use the bathroom or whatever. I don't know what's going on there, but I mean, I think there's different mindsets. Um, and I mean, you definitely have that. And I think part of it was just because of your childhood, you know what I mean? But yeah, anyway. And it's just the plan doesn't make sense. If it just, if it was a plan that would make sense, I'd be like, okay, cool. That makes sense. But it's just like, you're telling people that like, you're going to work and save some of your income that you're literally like the stats are there. Like you're, if you don't try to pick the stocks and all that, because you're going to lose. If you do that, like you choose the or indices, the S and P 500, whatever, you're going to make like 7% per year on average, 8% per year on average. That's if you do it yourself. If you need to have somebody do it for you, you give him 2% fee. You're, you're left with five, 6%. Same thing really for passive real estate there's no you way like a, you mean like a REIT well any type of investment right it, when you go to a bank when you open a bank account all right like you, 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 well, yeah and they're also when you start to save a little bit of money right because there's that's what they're telling you to do so you're like saving some money and then they're gonna call you or literally they're gonna call you or when you go at the bank they're gonna tell you hey by the way like um, you don't want to hear about like what we have, like we have some high interest, like fun account or whatever. And then you're going to have like a rendezvous with them. And then they're going to tell you, hey, like we got three type of profile, like uh, conservative, normal and risky. And it's like you can do like 5% per year risk, risking almost nothing or 2% per year risking nothing, like, or 5% per year risking a little bit, or you can, we can get you 15, 20%, like in her best year, but like, you can also risk a lot, whatever. And you choose whatever you want to do, but like the 15, 20% on average, you lose a lot, you win a lot. It's like seven, 8% on average. Um, and then you need to pay them if you got like a great personal financial advisor, like a one or two percent fee on that per year like even if you round it up to 10 percent per year all right like 10 percent per year is nothing like it's literally if you have ten thousand dollar which i think the number is 76 percent of american live paycheck to paycheck 67 percent of american don't have 500 dollars to their name i'm from canada 
this like it's like the one of the most richest country in the world canada usa and all that so imagine all the other country and all that but even if those country if those are the number like almost nobody got ten thousand dollar saved up now imagine if you do have ten thousand dollars saved up 10 per year it's 80 freaking dollar per month and you didn't pay taxes yet like It's a real joke. And you got YouTuber, like I'm not going to name them, but I feel like naming them because I got 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. They got 3 million and people like listen to them like they're smart. And they don't understand that they make $100,000 per month from their YouTube views. You're talking uh, about them, Steve, Stefan? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, I, I think that his advice is good for the majority of people, but... Um, Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be able to get 3 million subscribers that are trying to like really become millionaires, you know, like there's only going to be a small amount of people that really want to make that money, put in the hard work. Oh, but I'm not even talking about me becoming a millionaire here. That's the thing. Like we're just talking about having like this supposedly like save your money, invest it, and then you will have a retirement, right? Well, the yeah, real thing no, is... Save your money invested and you will never see your money back. <laughs> yeah, That's I mean, the real thing. That's the real thing. It's, I mean, for uh, me, I'm, I'm mostly focused on, I want to get into real estate. I think that's one of the biggest things just because of tax advantages. You know, there's depreciation. Yeah. You can write off a ton of stuff. Um, real estate then, is great. It's yeah. great. I, I always tell people, you know, focus on the income first. It's great to invest. I, totally I have agree this. With you. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Sure. Like I have this plan, you know, like I literally have a rules with like what you to do with your money. And it's like the 70, 10, 10 rules. And it's like, there's 10%, you should save it. And 10%, you should invest it in yourself at first. And 10% that you should invest it in someone else. And investing it in someone else is literally like just lending you capital for starting your own business or it's putting it in a stock market, which is the same thing, but I, I, with a system. But like all of these, like unless you try to go really risky with crypto, which I don't recommend, I, I recommend Bitcoin, like 80% of your crypto portfolio, Bitcoin, 20% crypto, like you're doing 10% per year, 15% per year. It's great to have a great habit to get started, to build your credit, to build your name. Um, if you have nothing else to do, like if you're you want to learn about all that, but like you're not going to make money, big money with it, like wh whatever you're doing, right? Uh, real estate, it's more about the equity, right? You probably don't make like return every single month from your real estate, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it depends on what type of real estate you're running into, but um, it's really just a way to store your money and grow it <clears throat> and not exactly. pay taxes on it. But exactly. I mean, I think with investing, yeah, I mean, you definitely can't focus on the investing if you're not having a lot of money coming in. Like exactly. investing is just a place to shovel your money. So you really got to focus on growing a huge, like a river of income. Like the way that I think about it is like if, if people talk about like the different streams of income, I think you should just have one big flow of income and try to build that up. And then once you have a big flow of income, just try to put that into some sort of investments. You know, it depends on what you're good at. It depends on what you're interested in. Same with business. It depends on what business you want to be interested in. 
Um, but anyway, let's talk about how you got, how you grew your SMMA uh, business. Um, let's talk about your first client and then growing to increasing your revenue to where you are today. So how, how was that journey? How did you get, how did you start and then how did you grow your business? Yeah, sure, man. I just want to touch one last thing since we were on that topic. I cannot <laughs> leave it like that. Okay, okay. Like I just really, because uh, since like we started, I need to finish it, you know, like yeah, the, yeah. the realist, the um, investing stuff and all of that, what I tell people to do, you, you, you told me like you saw the rich dad, poor dad book. If people didn't read that, there's something that he talks about. At the second book, the, the next book that he did after that is the cash flow quadrant. And yeah, I have I a YouTube. I, re, I like you, you, that concept is like, you need to know it by art. I know it by art and I will like tell it right now in like 60 seconds. That's basically the point I wanted to make because you need to basically like 95% of the people are like employee and self-employee. And people like when we're talking, like we're going to start and we're going to talk about like my journey on Instagram and I started my SMMA and all that. You, you will see that the first year or two years or three years, you need to learn the, the craft. You need to learn the skill. And you're not a business owner. Like being an influencer on Instagram or flipping a Shopify store or what I was doing when I was young is, is self-employee. And it's different than an employee because an employee, you exchange your time for a paycheck. You exchange your time for money. Self-employee, you exchange your skill for money. And there's a lot of self-employee. You can be a salesman. Like you can be a consultant. There's a lot of doctor, stuff. lawyer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And on the other side, 5% of the population are business owner and investors. That's and where the there's tax advantages a, are. Yes, that's for sure. And a lot of people want to go from like employee to investor. And that is crazy. You're like skipping. And that's, that's what Graham Stephan is talking about. He's talking about save your money and then invest it. And yeah, that, that doesn't make sense to me, you know, because you're not going to get nowhere because the return are not there unless you're going into really, really risky stuff. So to me, like, Unless you want to be a slave to a paycheck, we're not talking about becoming a millionaire. We're going to get there. But unless you want to be a slave to a paycheck all your life, like you need to develop a skill. You need to be able to produce income on your own. And that is with the skill. So now when you become the business owner, you're part of the 5%. Now you start to make that big income. And now you have income to invest. So that is the cash flow quadrant like that is yeah. the key and, and going into that more because i love that book i love i love a lot of those books but i think i only read those two plus the financial iq book um and um what he talks about in in the cash flow quadrant is basically that yeah there's four quadrants and if you're on the employee and the self-employed you're paying a lot more taxes whereas if you're a big business or you're investing and so um yeah yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think oh, you have yeah. to go from from self self employed to building a business to get there. You have to increase your revenue, start uh, hiring people, um, and so I guess you started off as a self employed. Well, you actually went from employee to self employed. Are you are you in the business quadrant now? Are you? I'm in people? the I'm in the business and investor. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
So you were asking me basically, so the SMMA stuff, right? This is 2017. So the first thing, like I remember real quick, you know, I, I try, I was the first guy that created the Instagram mastery ebook. Like you, I don't even sell any copy anymore today, which is pretty funny, right? Because I'm pretty much the guy that invented that stuff and now nobody's buying it from me. That's maybe my fault, but. So you, um, so, so you had the first ebook on growing Instagram? Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Like it's literally called seven step to master Instagram. It's called Instagram mastery for business, seven step to master Instagram in 2017. And that's so that the name. Like, that was your first kind of skill that you were selling. Yeah, but I literally sold like one ebook. I was selling it like $21. I sold one ebook and I got a refund like a few days later, right? Because it was not, it was really not that good. It was really like, I think it was four or five pages at that time. And like, I didn't really keep with it. So that's why I stopped really saying, and it's not just, I was kind of selling it, but I think after I saw like that, I had the refund and by the way, it was just like the best feeling in the world, right? When you you wake up time. when you get that notification on your cell phone, it's like the freaking best feeling. Dude, I, I started dancing. When I, 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 I got the first sale on Shopify a few years ago. Um, and when I got that, I was like, I started dancing, dude. I was like, it's oh, yeah, yeah. I can actually, I can actually yeah. make money online. This is a really oh, yeah. Thing. Oh, and yeah. Um, the way I actually did that was I was just growing like theme pages. Like I would just post a bunch of stuff for like months and months and months, probably like a year. I was just kind of posting content, growing pages and just drop shipping a product to them. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a great feeling when you get that first sale. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Insane. And yeah, so man, like after that, like I dropped that ebook because one of the tip never called an ebook with a year. Like I call it in 2017. So like when it came to 2018, I was like, oh, I'm fucked. But like, I could have just like redone the name, but somehow I, it took me two years to figure that out. So anyway, um, at that point, I kind of left the ebook. I was basically so. January 2017, or actually December 2016, right? And the ebook stuff is basically um, April 2017. So now I'm taking you back three, four months real quick so you understand really where everything started. Like December 2016, I'm meeting with my cousin, which is like three, four years younger than me at Christmas. And he's like, hey, you're into Forex and Instagram and all that, right? And he's like, yeah, me too. No, no, no. I'm super good. I, I did some profit. He's telling me that. He's like, I'm even selling some Forex signals. No, no, no. I'm like, oh, yeah? I'm like, well, what's your Instagram and all that? He's like, well, I'm just on Telegram. I'm just selling it to my friend and all that. I'm like, cousin. Like, I don't know if I call him that, but whatever. I, I'm like. So you see the opportunity I, for him to grow on Instagram. Exactly. That's where, you know, you said you talk about the vision. I'm like, bro, I got a vision. I'm like, pay me like $200. That's the number I came up with. Pay me $200 per month. Just off the top I'll, of your head, you just kind of came up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I guess that was a lot of money for me, but that was not because literally I, I told him not. And then the month after, like I told him basically $200 per month. I'll do all your Instagram. I'll take care of your Instagram. I create the content. I'll come up with everything. 
you don't do anything. You just pay me 200. The month after I'm like, yeah, well, can you pay me $400 per month? You know, it's a lot of work, but I, I will add like a landing page. Like I'll build your landing page. I heard about this stuff. Like it's a sales funnel. Like this is what you need. Like, trust me, Russell Brunson, click funnel. Nah, nah, nah. You need a sales funnel. So I build a landing page, which I still and have. So, this. so what are you selling there? Are you selling another ebook for Forex? No. Um, well, at, at, at first we did add an ebook for opt-in, but we don't have it anymore, but we were selling Forex signals which okay. is still what we're selling. Like it's literally my main business is still that to this day. And it's that, that basically made me my income, most of my income online to this day. And <clears throat> now we have, we consider ourselves more than just signals. Like there's education and we have a funding program or funding traders and all that. But we're basically like doing that. And second month or third month is like, um, we made 200 $50 in sales and I have fees to pay to PayPal for the $250 and I pay you $400. I don't think that's going to work. And I'm that's like, what he's thinking. that's what he's telling me. My cousin yeah. is basically people, people want the people want the results right away. Yeah. And what I didn't know is that there's basically another, another dude, another guy, right. That he's talking in his ear that is like, Hey man, I'm going to do better. Like I'm going to make it better. Like, trust me, no, no, no. So he's basically telling me that. And I'm like, bro, trust me. I got a vision. Like I got a vision with Instagram. Trust me. Like, and I just tell him, look, imagine that you're like losing 200, 100, $300 per month right now to eventually might make 5,000, 10,000 per month. Right. And he's like, yeah, well, I guess you're right. So we continue then on the sixth month, June, 2017, that's where we hit our, our big month. Like we were now getting like maybe $2,000 per month. We, at that point, he's paying me like four or $500. I renegotiated at $500 after that. So I'm always renegotiating. You will see that's a pattern in the story. So now he's making some decent money, but like they're two co-owners. So they're basically making maybe a thousand or $700 per month each but now in june they're making they're renting an office and they're trying to sell like two thousand dollar private coaching um group coaching and they're basically telling hey we need to run some pay ads um or whatever they're trying it with the other guy it doesn't work and i'm like oh his funnel is shit his page is shit his ad is shit everything is shit you should have trust me from the start let me run your ads i run like so so um were you already running ads before this because never never okay. was the first time I, and, and and then i'm like trust me like i and then i run like maybe 200 dollars of ad for or two to four hundred dollars on sure. facebook yeah exactly but oh, facebook but mostly instagram or both yeah. whatever what, what kind um, of ads were they specifically were they stories ads well at that time, we were doing also a lot of uh, video. There's just two type of ads that really works, to my opinion, for what we do at least. It's uh, video ads, which you can put in a bunch of places, right? The Facebook feed, the Instagram feed, and a bunch of other places now, and stories ads. These are the two ads that work really great, still work really great. The thing with the video ads is you need a text. So you need to work a little bit more, come up with the text, and 
the text sometimes will get you often will get you in trouble with Facebook. They will deactivate your ads or whatever because of what is being said. So uh, one one trick, one lazy trick, just run Instagram stories. It's easy. It takes 15 seconds to do. There's no text. You just tell people to swipe up. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, man, like we run ad. It worked well. We get like... 10, 15 people to like a free workshop. And at the end of the free workshop, I'm using Russell Brunson like pitch to sell the, the stuff. And we sell eight places at $2,000 and we make $16,000 out of like $400 of Facebook ad. So, so you sold, so eight of the people signed up for a $2,000 program. And you said how many people came to the program? 10 or 15? There was, it was a, from the ad, it was a free presentation, a free workshop. Yeah. There was maybe 15 people that came. And wow. out of the 15, we sold like eight. Uh, that's crazy. At that, that's insane to me. I mean, yeah. over half the people that did something for free bought a $2,000 program. Yeah. That's crazy. The, the, thanks to Russell Brunson. <laughs> He's I've really never heard of good. him. You know? I might have to start. Is he on YouTube and stuff? He makes YouTube videos? Oh, dude, he's like, he does, he does a little bit less now because his, his business now is literally probably worth a billion dollars. So no, so when you're like the CEO of a billion dollar business, you're yeah, like on you another wanna, level. You want to be like right, <laughs> but yeah, he's, um, he's everywhere. Like check his Instagram is, it's basically click funnel. It's his business. And soon oh, as that's you, business? yeah, yeah. He created click funnel. Soon as you like, like soon as you get into ClickFunnels a little bit more, like they're probably gonna talk about Russell and all that. So you're gonna hear more about him. But yeah, it, it makes sense that you didn't hear about him because he's really in the background now. Like now, it, it, back in the days, it was like all about Russell and his story and all of that. The other thing that really hooked me was the two comma club. Like he had this story of all these people that had made one million dollar with a funnel, and I was like, "That's what I want to do." And he had this yeah, super because cool as a kid, deal. you wanted to be a millionaire, right? Yeah. So you're like, and oh. he, he had this super cool video with a story, and his storytelling is so powerful. And I'm not good at it. I need to get better. That's why I'm starting to do podcasts and all that. So thanks for the invitation, man. By the yeah, way, man, because. For sure. It's uh, it's really great. And uh, yeah, so man, like I hear this story and it really got me. I was like, like he was talking about John Reese that did a million dollar in one day, like back in the time, I think in 2004. And it was like, that's what got him to want to make money online. And it was just, it's just so great, man. And uh, yeah, so we're, we're basically after that, like starting to grow as a business. And I kind of always try to grow my SMMA, but I was never really successful. So then it comes 2018. I'm and, and for the people I don't know, can you tell yeah. them what SMMA is and, and what that is? Yeah, social media marketing agency. So yeah. like back in the time, everybody was calling it that. It's basically there was one term, like a Tyler Pies. I don't know if it's true, but he said that he had he, he had he, he did trademark the term SMMA. So I'm not sure if that's true, but that's what he said. Um, and, but he's like, and I, is that technically what Gary V does? I mean, he does that in like a large scale, right? Yeah. Yes. So I mean, I, I, everybody probably knows Gary V, and so 
what Gary Vee's VaynerMedia is, is basically just digital marketing. You're making ads, you're posting on Facebook and all this different stuff. So that's, that's what it is if anybody doesn't know. Yeah, exactly. And like, there maybe there's a little difference, like Gary V. It's like, like you well said, it's digital marketing agency. So it's like, he's doing a bunch of stuff, right? SMMA, it's social media marketing. So it's more focused on like social media. And at that the time, it was basically Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, right? And Facebook. Yeah. So yeah, so this guy was all over the place with his course, obviously with the video that we talk about. So, but didn't really work for me. But the business work, and like I said, like I literally negotiated to become a business owner. So at one point, one cool, one cool story real quick. The second business owner, which is not my cousin of like the business that I'm now an owner and all of that. He's basically, he, he wasn't to some issue. I don't know exactly the story. I think basically he got some investors to give him some money. He lost some money. He was in trouble, whatever. And he came up with a story to us like, hey, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Or I don't like, he didn't trust me also. Like every time I was telling, hey, we should, we, we should do it this way, this way. He was like, no, we should not do it this way. But he was a trader. He was not the the guy expert in social media. So um, at one point he wanted to sell his part of the business and he wanted $10,000. And my cousin did not add the $10,000, but he talked to me about it. And I said, what? Like, are you, are you serious, bro? Like, you don't even need to think about this. Like pay him to get them $10,000 ASAP, get the 50, like get the, 50% of the, well, I was, I think I was 5% owner at that point. I negotiated to have maybe not 5% owner, but 5% of the income or whatever. So I basically tell him jump on it. And he's like, okay, but I'm going to pay him monthly, but he wants like a $2,000 right now. And I don't have it. So do you want to buy like 5% of the business for like a thousand dollar or $2,000 or something? I'm like, yep. Yeah. I'm buying it right away. So basically, that's how I became owner. At that point, I was like 10% owner of the business. And, and so um, during this time, so you say the business was pretty much valued at $20,000 since that's what he was, since $10,000 was 50% of it. How much income were you making in revenue, like before expense or with expenses? Yeah, I don't think he had calculated that the business was worth 20 Okay, I think he was just he needed that, or that was just a round number, like the number yeah. that he had set up. Yeah. Um, we were literally making basically two. No, maybe no. At that at that time, we were making like four or five thousand per month with the business. And and what and how much were the expenses? Oh, you mean that's the profit? Uh, yeah, it was just me basically five hundred dollar for me. Like 10% at that, uh, or 5%, well, no, $500, yeah, $500. So that's when I got 10% owner. And then fast forward, like I literally negotiated to be 15% owner, 20% owner, 25% owner, 30% uh, owner with like some stuff and all that. So like always negotiate for a better share. And now believe it or not, I'm like 50% owner. <laughs> nowadays so uh, literally like i started making 200 with that business and now we have some ups and some down like right now 
we have a lot of debt. I don't know if we're going to get into that. We can, but like we got some investment that we made. So we're repaying that every month. We have less profit in the business. But last year, um, like I had some month like that, that I did like $10,000, $12,000, $15,000 personal income from like a business that I started doing being paid $200 per month. And the funniest thing is we're getting into now the business owner part. Um, I was making less work, way, way, way less work, less time and less energy that I've put into the business when I was making um, eight grand, 10 grand, 15 grand per month than when I was making $200 per month. So you got to grind at, at the first, like learn the skill, like I said, because Mastering your skill takes 10,000 hours in one thing, becoming an expert in one thing. And you want to be good at a lot of things or great at a lot of things and a master at at least one thing. So you need to put more than 10,000 hours. And if you make the math, I've made the math. It's not that much. I was like, hey, it's not that much, man. If you put like 18 hours per day or, or something, it's like a year and a half, 10,000 hours. If you yeah. go like 12 hour per day, it's maybe two year, two year something, not that much. But, but the normal eight hour a day, 40 hours a week is like five years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you do the five day per week, because people, the, the freaking weekend, that's, that's two days every single week, man. That's crazy. People are crazy yeah. and they don't get it. People are saying it's two day, but it's, it's not even that. Like literally I see it all day, every day, right there. I get it every day and i'm i'm tired I, I i decided to stop replying by brokers that are like hey we want you to promote our business or sometime now it's like cryptocurrencies that want me to promote them and literally it takes 2 to 3 weeks just to talk with them just just like something that could literally have taken 15 minutes if you would have done a zoom but they need to talk with the higher team and they need to get the information and then get it and then book a, a, a rendezvous with the team. And if they're doing that on a Friday, then forget about it. It's next week. And literally, they stop working on Friday night. So they don't work Friday night. They don't work Saturday. They don't work Sunday. It's literally like 27% of the week, something like that. I was like, how, do, how you can win? when you're like 27% of the time off. So it's, it's ridiculous. So like getting back into my, my story, like after that, I started to become a business owner, really. Like it's um, 2019, 20, in 2020, that's when I, <laughs> like I skipped one part with Sam Moven. If you don't know Sam Ovens, like uh, at one point in 2018, I discovered Sam Ovens and he was basically preaching about consulting. And he was basically saying one of his pitch point was like, SMMA is too complicated and you need employee, you need people, you need this. Basically telling, hey, you don't want to be a business owner, like just be a self-employee, use your skill. And it, at that point, like it got me. So I bought his course. I started to become a consultant, made a little bit of money as a consultant, but I didn't like it. Like I was basically running my own Facebook ad with the funnel that I built. 
getting sales call and selling on the sales call to real estate agent because I choose real estate as my niche to help them basically with their digital marketing. And I got a few clients, they pay me 5,000 Canadian dollars for a two month consulting package. It's good. Like you have one client per month. Like I, you, you can live with that because I was paying maybe a thousand or $2,000 of ads to make $5,000 in sales. So anyway, I didn't like it. And I was starting to make decent income with my business, maybe 5,000, 6,000 at that point. So I said, okay, I'm going all in in my business because like you said, which one thing that I don't 100% agree, but like some of them said as well, is like, I want to have one source of income and focus just, just, just on that, which I agree, but you always want to have at least a second source of income because you never know what can happen to your first source of income. But you don't want to work on multiple sort of income at the same time. Once you have one that is good, now you automate it. Now it becomes the business. Now you focus on the second one. So that's what I did, basically. Uh, in 2020, the boss entrepreneur started to grow, started to grow really fast. So I was like, okay, we got to do something with that. I'm not selling anything, but it's growing real, real fast. Um, I said, okay, I'm becoming a business owner. So literally one day, like I just said, I'm becoming a business owner. And I, I contacted my support and I said things that I could have said to him six months, 12 months ago. I said, you are now posting all the posts. You are now sending all the emails. You are now replying to all the DMs. Like I'm not doing any of that anymore. And that's basically in 2020, start of 2020. And um, the boss entrepreneur started to grow real good. I said, hey, like I had an ebook in 2017. Let's bring back the ebook, Instagram Mastery for Business. Call it the same thing, but now no year. So just Instagram Mastery for Business, updated version, whatever. And um, started to sell that. But now I understood the concept of sales funnel. And in about three to four months that I started to selling the ebook, I hit $10,000 per month of income just selling the ebook, just selling a $7 ebook. But obviously, and, and it's pure profit, right? Pure profit. Yeah. yeah. I, I was running zero ad, all organic. The thing, the thing about selling some sort of digital product is that it's instantly scalable. Like you're not putting, like once you put the time in to create something, you don't have to put in more time to, you know, talk one on one with somebody or consult with somebody. That's what I really like about that model. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the thing, the, the thing that I teach in one of my programs and that pretty much got right when they want to make the big, big, big income. Like if you want to make enough income to be an influencer and live on your own and not have a job and all that, you can just be self-employee. You can have a good funnel and all that like digital product. But unless you're, I wouldn't say lucky, but unless you're doing really really good like there's some people yeah they just got a course and they're so going viral that they literally sell like a thousand course at five hundred dollar per month so they make like fifty thousand dollar per month they maybe have a little bit of expenses that is insane congrats on them it's really rare most of the time what you need to do is a high ticket offer if you want to get to that point so that means an offer at at least two thousand dollar and at least $2,000, you need to sell it on the phone. And that is when it doesn't become automated anymore. 
right? Well, I, don't so, about, I don't know about that. Well, I guess so. Well, because I know, I mean, the biggest people that are really selling high ticket items are Grant Cardone, right? And I guess he is sell, he is selling on the phone to business owners. But I mean, I think um, like I watch a lot of this stuff. I see you got the 10X wristband. Um, I mean, his business went his business went crazy when he got on social media. So I think oh, that yeah. he's making a ton more money now that he's on social media. And he's not calling people up. He's just, you know, saying, hey, if you want to be better at selling or if you want to do my webinar or whatever, I mean, that stuff is all scalable because um, he just pre-records all that stuff. Yeah, but we, we would need his number. I don't think, to be honest, I said yes, but I don't think Grant Cardone is the one selling the most high ticket because there is some people you don't even know their name or some of them you know their name, but you don't understand how much they're making. Like Sam Ovens at his height, he was, he had a two, and look, Sam Ovens pulled it off. Like he was selling his $2,000 course just with his webinar. But even him, he says, You need to sell it on the phone for like years and years, not years, but a lot until you really, he basically was saying, I think until you're making $200,000 per month, 200, yeah, $200,000 per month, like sell on the phone. How much did like reading books and gaining information help you out through the whole process? You know, like, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, reading those books. I see you got the BSS, B average. Like, were you listening to like podcasts? Like, what, what were you trying to do to kind of grow your, your mind? Yeah, well, these ones are my best. Like, they're on top because they're the best. So, B obsessed, B average is like my best one. Literally, maybe 48 Laws of Power is one book that I read back in the time that is very powerful. Like, 80, at the start, 80% of what you do need to be learning. And I, it's learning is pretty simple. People are always like, well, how do you learn? What should I do? No, no, no. It's, it's very, very simple. There's three or four levels of learning. Okay. It's eBooks. It's courses after that. And then it's consulting, coaching. And fourth is like mastermind. And it's, it's just level. It's the next level. It's like the eBooks and the books they're going to cost you a few dollars, maybe $20, $30. The courses, they're going to cost you between $49 to $500, maybe $1,000, maybe $2,000 for an insane course. The consulting, if someone sells you consulting like under really like $1,000 or $2,000 per month, like he's probably either from like a third world country, which is fine. That's, that's why he's charging less. Or... Um, is not really that of an expert because experts are charging four figure, you know, at least. Yeah. Um, so that's the other level. And then the next level is the mastermind. So it's really at what level you are. And I say 80%, like 80% of your time should be learning then the other 20% applying. And the more you start to learn, the more you just basically switch that. Now I'm at the completely opposite. I'm like, now I'm doing 80% of the time and I'm learning 20% of the time um, because like, that's what I need to do because I want to scale to like seven figure, eight figure and all that. And I pretty much know everything that I need to know. You always need to learn. There's new stuff to learn, but like, yeah, that, that's pretty much what I would say about that. Hmm. I mean, that's just... But, very like I've never heard about that before. The four levels that's really interesting. 
um, because for me, kind of in, in high school, like I'm, I'm pretty much just graduated high school, but um, over the summers and stuff, when I didn't have school, I would just kind of see YouTube videos pop up, Robert Kiyosaki, Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, and I'd be like, oh man, this is amazing. So I'll just start consuming all that content, kind of like changing my mindset, and like learning how to think about money or people or social media. And then um, I just kind of read a bunch of books, uh, but I haven't really bought any courses. Um, I'm, I don't, I'm not anywhere near the level of revenue I would need to actually have one-on-one -on -one consulting about my business. And so with Mastermind, are you, is it just being in a room with that person, with a group of other people, getting kind of mentorship from that person? Well, Mastermind, it's kind of uh, tricky because there's two things. Well, obviously, you know, there's the thing that it's way harder to meet in person now. So, uh, you know, for example, the mastermind of Sam Ovens, I'm not in it because I got invited twice. I was about to go. Um, he was living in New York. I really like New York. Um, and then he, he moved to California. I like California as well. But because of, you know, I said that I went in prison at 18 years old, I got a criminal record. That's what I was enabled to become a real estate agent. And that's also why I cannot go to the U.S. Well, last time that I try, at least. So um, I, I said, like, I'm not going to buy the mastermind if I cannot go in person, because to me, that's really important for a mastermind. It's like if you're going to pay that much, it's 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 the mastermind stuff. It's not really about what you're learning, because it's more nine, about being around the person. Yeah, 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 exactly. And the other that are paying as well in the mastermind. So, so it almost goes from like general knowledge that's like very distant from the person because you're learning information in a book that they wrote and it applies to everybody. So it's not really applying to you. And then you have the course, which is like very specialized just for one thing. It's like if you want to learn Grant Cardone sales, you want to learn Ty Lopez social media marketing, that's that. Whereas Grant Cardone's books are more about just like mindset, like, hey, you got to work hard. Whereas his sales are like, okay, this is how you just sell something. I mean, consultation would be talking about how you can improve your specific business. And then lastly, you'd actually be around that person, learning from them, seeing how they actually act in person. Exactly. And mastermind, it's not just, well, I think Napoleon Hill like invented that. And he said the definition of a mastermind, I think it's like two people or plus that are you know, thinking, but you know, being at like a 10 people, 15, 20 people, mastermind um not too much not really more than that but between 10 and 20 is really where you you like for example some of them's mastermind like half of the people that are there are literally like big influencer that i used to look up to on social media you know that i see everywhere on youtube and all that like literally can, like can you, can you can you name some of those people sure like iman gadzi so what do you think somebody could do that's kind of you know, the average person, and they're trying to uh, reach a certain level of income, six figures, seven figures. Um, do you think they should go into consulting, social media, marketing? What do you think they should do? And do they have to buy the course or should they just watch videos or read books? What do you think is the best way to, to get there in your opinion? Uh, so if they want to start an agency or get into consulting, well, Really, I think I just said it, man. It's like at one point, like you got to invest in yourself, really. Like, yeah, so buy the books in the beginning. Uh, not even like 
go for a course. There's not a, the books that will teach you how to do consulting. Yeah. Um, and then consulting, like I said, is like about being an expert, maybe not an expert, but really not knowledgeable at something. You're going to sell your, your stuff in the four figure, like 1,000, 2,000 at least. Like you have to be willing to invest at least that yourself one time to make it back every single client. Be like, I basically, I knew about this guy since a while and he's a big Instagrammer, but he's supposed, he's like, he doesn't really teach people about business, right? Like he's not, he's posting about motivational stuff, which is fine. But like he's talking about making money on Instagram and when you buy his course or anything that he teach, it's basically um, post stuff on Instagram and make money with it. Like selling shout out or maybe, you know, at best, like learn how to build a Shopify store, but I won't teach you the Shopify part. Right. But like, you know, it's like, well, okay, well, you have 6 million followers, you charge 200. $150 per post. And sometimes you get two, three, four posts per day. That's can be a thousand dollars per day. It makes sense for you. It makes sense. But all these other guys that are watching you from India doesn't make sense. So anyway, at one point, I think like everybody, like, like happened to me, maybe a little bit, or maybe not like everybody probably bought his ebook and figure out, Hey, I bought his ebook. Like what else? So he got into my niche. He got into Forex, which I really didn't know because I'm I'm not looking at what he does every single day. But at one point I was getting on top of Instagram and I, you know, when you get on top, you want to look at the other people on top, see what they're doing. And there was basically Nicholas Pedley and uh, him. And I basically like tagged both of them in like one of my stories. And I'm like, I'm like, basically I'm the king of Instagram. Now I'm going after you guys, like something like that. Like, and like Nicholas Pedley, like he took it cool. He basically reposted my stuff, asked people in his story, if I was the king of Instagram. And like, I had a decent yes response from his stories. So I, I reposted it as well myself. And I was like, wow, well, if that much percentage of his followers saying yes, well, uh, that I he wanted to do as a this, but I guess for me it was like positive. But he was just playing the game, all good. But the other guy, millionaire mentor, I, I decided to do a YouTube video because I, I I always wanted to grow my YouTube channel, and uh, for whatever reason it just doesn't grow. So I, I try a bunch of stuff, different niche, different type of video, and one of the popular video that I was looking and I don't recommend that and really like that, but. At one point, I was kind of tired of just seeing too much fake Instagram stuff because I was seeing the people that are making money on Instagram and it's like, well, you're not teaching how you make money. And what was bugging me is that I was teaching how I make money. Like I run a business and I was teaching how to build a funnel, how to like really all everything that has to do with funnel. These other guys, they're like just... Now become an influencer on Instagram and like, you'll make money this way. And like, but they're selling you an ebook and a course and that's how they're really making their money. But they're not telling you to use sales funnel to make money. So anyway, um, that was bugging me. So I kind of exposed the guy on YouTube and I made like a 30, 40 minute video showing that basically 
he doesn't have any business really he's not really a business owner anyway i don't really want to talk about him but that that's what happened really and at the same time you know if it wasn't just for that probably it wouldn't get my instagram account ban or whatever because the guy is not probably not powerful enough and probably doesn't have that much loyal follower and all that to get me banned or something unless he really made you know it's it's really possible that he said hey like i'm giving ten dollars to everybody that report this guy like i'm gonna spend a thousand dollar like to get this guy reported it's not that much for him let's give some advice to people who maybe want to do what you've been doing want to grow an Instagram account, grow up their click funnels, maybe make an ebook. Um, what do you think people could do in order to um, be more successful in that once they get the course? What are some mindset things, some work ethic things? Uh, what, 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 what advice would you give to people? Yeah, well, the first, like, all these things are great. It's, it's, the first advice that I'm going to get into that, but the first advice that I always want to give to people is like, get your finance right. Learn like how to master the money game, because even as a business owner, even as a self-employed, someone that makes money online, I figure out that if you apply yourself, like if you don't just butch everything, right? If you don't like just say, Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to do this, but no course, no books, no mentor, like not learning, like nah, nah. And you always do the same thing. Well, yeah, you're not going to succeed. But if you just like, I'm not even talking like a big course. Like if you just follow even maybe some free YouTube video, but you follow one mentor and you do it properly and you know what you want to do, because that's the 90% of the time I, I get the question from my followers, like, how do I make money online? I'm like, if you're asking this question, you're not an entrepreneur. Like uh, the definition of entrepreneur is being resourceful. If you cannot even figure out like how you want to make money, like you're done right there. So like that's that because even because if you don't learn that, you're not going to be a good entrepreneur or a good business owner or even with your skills because what I figure out and look, it's going to be like, round number and obviously it's the may i'm gonna talk about majority there's always people that are doing different stuff but like most people they cannot get to more than ten thousand per month maybe 15 maybe twenty thousand per month in personal income i don't know and there's exception again but i don't know very very i it's very rare unless you're a professional athlete playing in the NBA or whatever, that you're, you're able from one skill, one thing to make 25,000, 30, 40, 50,000 per month. It's so rare. Um, there's a lot of people that makes 15, 20, 25,000, 30,000 per month. Do you mean just by applying the skill or by like teaching the skill? Uh, well, like say you're like a say you. you're say you're like a. Well, I don't know about that because I know that. Okay, let's look at like the major high income skills, because you have like you can be a surgeon, which you're making like three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars a year. You can be a lawyer, which are like the kind of educational high income routes, and then you have you can be a sales expert. You can be really good at marketing. You can start a business. 
and, and any of those, um, like there's only so many hours you can work, you know, and you can only get paid so much really, unless you're like a all-star lawyer or something like that. But if you're, if you're going to sell like a course on that, like, you know, Grant Cardone, he can only sell maybe so much money on the phone, you know, because he only has so many hours in the day, but he's made hundreds of millions of dollars just by teaching people how to sell stuff, you know, same thing with like, that's why I think that when you start getting into like the teachable stuff, you just start scaling. Like, because if you have some yeah. sort of course and something mastermind or whatever, you're going to be able to scale that. But in order to get there, you have to build up your own skill. You have to get to the point where you can actually make a ton of money by yourself and your master. And then you can teach it to people since, you know, you're at such a high level of that. Yeah. But like, you're talking about exception. Like when you're talking about Grant Cardone and people like that, it's exception, yeah. like I said, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like the, even like, if you're going to talk about like, let's say like people like uh, not even like on the level of like Iman or whatever that are making 100 K per month with their course and all that, like, let's just say people that are pulling 25,000, 30,000. And I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm saying like, profit personal income like because this is the thing that i was getting at like if you're selling like twenty-five thousand to thirty thousand per month in courses all right or in consulting there's pretty much two three formula right you're gonna have like a 500 course maybe a thousand dollar course so to make thirty thousand per month you need to sell 30 to 60 cores per month like there's just a few 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 people that are doing that And that these are the exception, but like uh, any other like salesman that is working for Grant Cardone or probably like the surgeon that you're saying like $300,000 to $500,000 per year. Yes, but I would consider them exception. And also, like, are you willing to go to school and work as long as they do? That's something I don't want to do for the money they're doing. So that's some like there's not just like the money there's the type of money you're making mobile income passive income semi-passive income all of that um but like that's that but like a salesman that make 300 to 400 500k per per year it's like the top 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 of the business yeah. so it's like that's what i'm saying and these people they pay taxes like i i don't i don't pay taxes Right. Like you said at, at the start, because I can't pay my employee, I can't pay this. Like my living expenses is was always between five thousand and now it's around eight to ten thousand per month. So and my business partner, it's the same. So we need between 15 to 20,000 per month of profit. Anything else is like not get, getting out of the business unless we invest it. But like there's way even there for that 15, 20,000 per month, like especially with like, for example, the crypto card, all the crypto card that you have, like there's ways legally or illegally, whatever you want to do, but like to not pay taxes. So like, I don't pay taxes like Robert Kiyosaki say. So that's that. So like, imagine to on a good month right like i like to do 10,000 per month that's like my living expenses at the moment but i don't like to be that tight really for me i would be more comfortable if we would make like 15,000 profit 
each per month. Like we used to do that all day, every all month, like last year, this year, it's a little bit more tight. We got more investment, but you know, we got like a 260,000 pound Forex account. That's like, you know, 300,000 plus us dollar that we're trading with. So once we're profitable with that, it's big return on our investment. We're starting our broker as well and different other investment. So like, um, this is like how you really make the money. And after that, I invested in a few Rolex and then I really heard about Bitcoin. And I said like, oh, I maybe should have bought some Bitcoin instead of Rolex, but now I enjoy my Rolex and I'm just going to keep them and buy more Bitcoin now. And now I just buy Bitcoin and I'm like, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm like, I'm going to buy one Rolex per year because it's a gift. Maybe two per year, like at my birthday and christmas maybe or when there's something really great happening and everything else is going into uh bitcoins and um that's that's how you know i became basically a business owner and an investor in the cash flow quadrant and that's like i don't know if there was a question i don't remember exactly but like that's uh yeah that's where we are Okay. Um, so what are you thinking about in the future for your business? What, what are your, I'm not sure if, I think I asked this question, but I don't remember your answer, but um, are, uh, you no, gonna, I, are you going to yeah, continue, but, are you going to continue buying Bitcoin? Are you going to continue uh, uh, increasing your portfolio with Forex? Like what do you, what are your ambitions for the next five, 10 years? Yeah. So man, like, Five, 10 years, I'm not going to lie. Like I literally have that on my, on my cell phone nearly to do my goals. Like Jim Rohn is telling to do and like you read and think and grow rich and all these good stuff. And Bob Proctor is telling to do because right now with everything, like I never been a guy that is planning five to 10 years, but now I think I need to start doing it because I pretty much achieve all the goals that, um, that I wanted to achieve. And some of them took three, four, five years, but now I feel like the only goals that could happen quick or fast is like my relationship goal, like I have more connection with people. And that is like a woman as well, like getting a girlfriend or a wife or whatever, and also doing way more podcasts and connecting with my community, my client as well. We starting like a Slack community Literally, uh, it was on my schedule this morning, but got reported to tomorrow. Um, so, you know, that's really my relationship goal. But after that, I literally have zero other goal at the moment than just helping people becoming financially free and making sure I'm more and more financially free myself and more like, uh, like I'm kind of getting there really, but like, I, I need more steady income, um, a second or third income. I want to focus on that because, you know, like I said, since a few months, we don't do as much profit as we used to do. And I, like you said a lot in a podcast, <clears throat> and that's going to answer your question. For the trading account that we have, like we have a 260,000 pound uh, trading account. So, and we have a 50-50% profit split with basically the fund that we have. And we have our own fund, basically. So if we make 
on a month, which is insane. As a trader, it's really great. Some people like you see on social media, oh, 10% per month, it's nothing. No, it's insane 10% in a month. But like, if you like, even if we do 5%, which is still great, if you, especially if you do that every single month on average, um, that's 13,000 pounds. That's 15,000 US dollar. That's like uh, 50% of that is ours. That's like $4,000 each just from trading. And on that, I do nothing because I'm the CEO. My skill is running the business. He's the trader, my business partner. So right now, to be honest, like we invested in that like multiple months ago and we did not make any return yet, any payout, right? Because it like every single month it restart. It's like, it's these, these, Funding programs are not made super easy, obviously, but our funding program is the easiest one with the less rules and all that. But the one that we have is not our funding program. Like we bought it at a very high price and then we figure out that we could build a better funding program. So our goal for our business is to scale our funding program because we have two services in our business and it's our signal slash education which we're always selling. It's their main services that always been, but this services, it's kind of almost not scalable. It's kind of just because of how humans are like people, like they want to get rich quick. They, they don't want to put in the work like, and for whatever reason, like no matter how good our services are, no matter perks we add, no matter how accurate the signals and all that, no matter bonus we give, like there's always a big percentage and I'm talking more than 50% of all the clients that we get are gone the next month. Um, and, and it's just, so it's a constant battle of getting new client and new client and new client. And that's also one of the reason why I have a, uh, oh, I know what point we were are. Like I have a hard time, like, uh, you know, believing that people that are, um, even selling course and all that, you'll be able to have a good six, six months, 12 months and all that, maybe a boom. And then after that, like it kind of dry out. But if you have a business that you're selling a service, to my opinion, it's better because a service, you know, I sell the same service since five years and we're probably going to be selling the same service in another five years. Um, and that is solid, but, um, that one is not scalable. Like if you can find one that is scalable, that's even better. But that comes to what something that I teach and that I was talking about. Like I call that my four product empire. So I have four product in a funnel, like a low ticket offer, middle ticket offer, high ticket offer, and a monthly subscription product. So you need to be paid with four different product. And right now we have master two of them and maybe a third one that is fine, that we're trying to get better, but the iTicket offer, like I was talking, we weren't able to sell it, you know? And so now we're working on our second services, which is our funding program since almost a year now. And this, what is cool is, is this is the kind of business that maybe a little bit more scalable, not crazy scalable, but it's gonna bring us more income, but it's definitely a business that is saleable. So in the future, like in a few years, we can say, um, well, our funding program, it's solid. It's a program. It's a brand by itself. There's no face really that runs the thing. And um, 
it's making $100,000 per month, which is 1.2 million per year, uh, almost all profit. And uh, we think that the, it's worth $10 million. And we might be able to sell that at $10 million and cash out $10 million eventually. Because um, I guess that's the goal of every business. Well, there's some business owners that are in the game forever. And I'm probably going to be in the game forever because I like, teach, I like teaching. But at one point, if I can just teach and educate people without having to charge, like I will do it. But in another way, I know that if you don't pay, you don't pay attention. So in one way, I always, I always going to want to charge for people because I know people that pay are always more serious and more successful. But um, like I want to basically build my relationship and build my podcast stuff and do more podcasts and educate people kind of in a more free way so people are not saying oh this guy is just an influencer trying to make money selling course like i didn't make any penny for the past two months selling any ebooks or course personally i live of my business and um i try to teach people that for like two years and we talk uh, decently a lot about it on this podcast but unfortunately and you seem to be business minded that is great but unfortunately from what I've seen, maybe I don't have the, the right follower. Most people, they don't want to build a business and they, don't, they just don't want to do it. Um, so I kind of stopped trying to teach people that. And now I focus on finance and money. And I guess the people that are interested in business come and find me or will come and find me or I will find them on my podcast because that's my podcast I want to do basically. I want to interview people that have made like a million dollar with their business. So I want to hear like their story a little bit like we did today, but also like what they're doing now with their money now that they're successful with it. Yeah. So that that's my goal really, to be honest. I don't have any other goal, uh, nothing else. <laughs> I'm and missing a few. I want a third Rolex. I have, a, I have literally what what i visualize very well is my list of rolex i have literally the next six or seven rolex that i want to buy so is that something that keeps you going the rolex yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but more like uh man to be honest at the moment you know when you're in fear you are paralyzed and i'm in fear of the future so I'm kind of paralyzed a little bit. So that's why I've put in my goal. Like you got to do your goal. And I also know, like, I got to stop talking about like, I, I, on my social media about all that stuff because it's getting crazier. Now I'm like two, three Instagram accounts to so have zero Instagram account left. And even I have issue with PayPal since three months and they're legit fucking with, with us like, they're either doing it on purpose or their algorithm is the worst algorithm in the history of the world. But since three months, they're just asking us question after question after paper that we keep on giving and they're just not letting it go. Fortunately, we have other PayPal account that we were able to use, but if the gods or the power that are behind that are kind of shutting our other Instagram, uh, PayPal, and maybe our other Instagram as well, like, I don't, I'm not really scared about Instagram. I always, always be able to rebuild, but PayPal, it's something else. Like I, I have a few backup plan, but if they fuck up my backup plan as well, like at one point, like it's going to be all about Bitcoin, but 
like we're not there yet and like i'm scared because it's it's crazy i was i never been scared since the past four years i always been you know um it's instagram and i'm gonna make money online no matter what i got the skills but now i'm like bro i'm scared that even with my skills there's something going on that I will not even be able to be paid or even worse, they might take my liberty because I'm not vaccinated or I talk bad about that or whatever. So I'm now, um, I'm, 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 I'm in the app. Like I want to do a podcast, like interview business owners, successful business owner and their finance. And I was, I wanted to do something for Bitcoin. I'm a big Bitcoiner, but I was like, if I do any podcast, related to bitcoin it's always gonna end me talking about like what i'm talking right here and it's not gonna help me not getting cancel culture anymore so i'm i i need to think about that one you know and I, i'm also like two three podcasts i'm like that's that that might be a lot because i started one podcast that i did one episode so far with my business partner interviewing traders for my business so you know i got three podcasts idea and i'm like well that's too much <laughs> so i need to figure out what i'm doing with that podcast though but it's really it's that i have nothing else be happy uh if there's a wife that is interested living hell at me living close like that is cooking good food like you don't need to work just all at me i'll pay the bill <laughs> that's pretty much it what about okay. you um my goals yeah well yeah um, your goals for like the next one to three years let's say um well i actually i actually write my goals down and i have a goal to to own um two million dollars in equity in real estate in five years which is a big goal And that's the main goal. And then I kind of have little goals in order to get me there. And so my three main verticals to get me there are um, my personal brand. So like my, I make like short videos that I post on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, because those are going very viral right now. Like the short TikTok mm. videos, you see, like the reels, you know, on Instagram. Oh, so yeah. Th those are just TikToks. And then YouTube also made them shorts. So you can just take one and then post them on all three and they're going to go viral. Mm. And then uh, make just financial content yeah and then um make this podcast grow it i'm really i have big and big ambitions for this podcast um and then repurpose these con this content like i'm going to take this clip it up make a bunch of tiktoks instagrams youtube videos um grow this podcast monetize this my personal brand and then e-commerce i really want to grow a very big multiple brands. I have three different social media brands that I've really just grown. Um, and I'm selling some products on one of them, which is a woman's fitness one. We have about 70,000 followers on Instagram. In total, we probably have about 300 to 400,000 followers on them. Oh, man, um, but yeah, I'm just going to scale those, build great products, brand them. Um, so those are the three main verticals. And then my main goal is just to own a bunch of real estate. Uh, so I'm spending a lot of time learning about real estate and then just putting time into making content and then just pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's freaking great, man. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but I just wanted to ask you about how important writing your goals down are because I actually write, I have like my main goal that I read every single morning and then I have a daily goal that I set in order to get me there. 
And I think that it really helps me out because um, just throughout the day, you kind of get like distracted. You start thinking about like all this different stuff and you start like, you find yourself just doing some random stuff. <clears throat> so how important has it been for you to write down goals or have goals? Or do you have some sort of way that keeps you in check every day and gets you focused and makes you work hard? Oh yeah, definitely. Like the, the goal stuff, I would say that I haven't been good enough writing it down yeah. um but i have them always in my head now it's gonna sound uh, bragging but i start bragging at all it's like i have achieved pretty much all my goals um by last year and like it, it's not even fun at one point like it's not even fun so it's not even a, a brag but like that's that for the goals that's why i literally have it on it's been two weeks that's the second point that i'm getting to that i do really well that is important for my daily task and what i need to do that i always been doing it like that whiteboard that you see here i used to do it on that whiteboard now i do it on my cell phone since a few months but i have a list of everything that i'm going to be doing the day after sometimes i have two days um, I learned that from Sam Moments. I'm doing is doing. Uh, he called. Uh, he called planning tomorrow to uh, plan tomorrow today, and um, he also uh, called that the um, um, war map calendar. And he basically he, he tells you should only have one day and only basically three main thing because don't want to do more than three main or that i think that is just jeff bezos that is saying that but sam ovens basically what he teaches having increments and literally he's saying that jeff bezos is doing that as well and he's like basically saying like at seven i'm doing this at eight i'm doing this at nine i'm doing this and i really have that like i legit have like every single hour and if it's a podcast that's gonna take two three hours i put through two three hours but i have every single thing that i that i'm gonna do from 7 a.m to 7 p.m. and well 9 p.m. 10 p.m. but from 7 p.m. I just basically like get in my bed and watch YouTube video <laughs> pretty much um but because I'm what type, what type of what type of videos are you watching are you watching like comedy or are you watching like personal finance for Sam Ovens or investing or forex um uh, none of these but that's a really good question but like because None of these, I find them good, to be honest, besides Sam Ovens, but he doesn't do any content anymore. I should probably watch all his YouTube again, but like, I don't really, I'm not a comedy guy. I'm just too serious, as you probably can see. So I'm not too much into comedy, uh, but, and the others like Forex, I'm not a trader myself. I want to get into trading more, even though like, with the years, I, I've been really good at teaching the psychology and the mindset stuff and all that, which made me learn that it's the quote saying that some people are like, they're good at, do, at teaching, but they're not even doing. It's really true. Like I can teach traders very, very well and I'm not even a good trader myself, but I want to get into it because I want to make more income. But, um, but uh, oh man, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I was just asking what kind of content that you consume. Like, do you oh, yeah, yeah. Of, the yeah. podcast, podcast all day, every day. Like, this is what I do. Podcasts, like literally uh, mainly about Bitcoin and crypt, not really crypto because I'm really like a, almost a Bitcoin maximalist, almost. I believe mm -hmm. a little bit in eat and all that, but um, <clears throat> not that much, but uh, 
I love podcasts also about like just pretty much what we talk about, like business and finance. And what I like the most is really finance, finance stuff. I really like it. And uh, besides that, that's pretty much it. Like I like to watch the Toronto Raptors. I'm a basketball fan, but I had trouble since last year. Really, it's it's becoming too political and um and and also the Raptors has been so bad, <laughs> so freaking bad. <laughs> so <laughs> last year, so um that's that man. Really, um I need to enjoy a little bit more my life. You know, I used to I used to have a, a decent balance because I basically for pleasure I was basically going at the hotel just enjoying filming a vlog, going at a hotel for one or two days, making a vlog. So I was basically monetizing it in some ways, but having fun and exploring hotel and exploring good food, good restaurant. That's really what I love. Now at the moment, I cannot go anywhere anymore, but that's a choice that I made. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself one year to see what is going on with this world. If I'm going to be able to go back somewhere free at a restaurant in one year or I'm not, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think is everything is going to get worse and worse <laughs> in terms of us controlling them, uh, uh, them controlling us. But yeah, man, like, uh, like I, I, so man, I, I really want to get more into relationship with people because I feel it's the last thing that I have <laughs> really. Right. So <laughs> building relationship with people that's what i am I'm, I'm i'm into so we're gonna do that with podcasts okay um yeah. so it was great talking to you we definitely went over a time limit but um, it was great talking to you yeah no that's fine i, I mean like i I'm, I'm booking a call with like a pr agency like this week to like start doing more podcasts